Looks like Obama also knows that Palestine is the new BLM. The Griff Report starts now. Two, one, boom. Hotep Jesus. Of all the Jesuses I know, he's the Hotepiest. Social scientist and YouTube host, Hotep Jesus. How the fuck do you get a name like Hotep Jesus? The one and only Hotep Jesus. Ryan Sharp, better known to the world as Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Somebody said, what do you think you are? Some kind of Hotep Jesus? Ooh, and that's I was good. Just like, ooh, that's sexy. <laughs> yes, I do think I'm Hotep <laughs> Jesus. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by Hotep Jesus are those of Hotep Jesus's and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Hotep Nation or any of its officials. If you have any questions about this disclaimer, please contact our Office of General Counsel via the Chief of the Town. Oh, oh, and it's happened then. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Griff Report. I'm your host, the Griff God. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Genius, HotepJesus.com. Oh, this is a real Hotep, brother. Hotep to the chat. Hotep. Yo, shout out to all my Hoteps. What up, Hoteps? I see y'all. Meek Vision, what up, man? Where my Rumble is at? Shamik Shabazz. Haram Life. Make sure y'all check out the Haram Life podcast. Protocol. See y'all, man. We got a lot to cover today. We got a lot to cover today. We're going to cover it in an hour. We're going to open up phone lines, and I'll be on Around the Blockchain at 4 p.m. later today. Shout out to Nick DeMondi for inviting me on. So... You know, hotel party don't stop till I need some rest. Anyway, quick plug. Don't forget our affiliate program is now open to the public. Hold on, I gotta get my Russell Brand shit on. It's now open to the public. Go to menoforder.com. At the bottom of the page, you hit the earn button. If you're on desktop, navigate to the menu, hit the earn button. It's now open to the public. You can now sell Master Focus, soon to be rebranded. I post a rebrand to my locals community. They get all the inside scoop before anybody finds out what I'm up to. People on my locals, people on my YouTube get the inside scoop before anybody else. And make sure you subscribe to my locals, hotepjesus.locals.com. But I posted a new rebrand. We're rebranding Master Focus. We're overhauling everything, the packaging, the name, the look, the colors, you name it. It's a complete overhaul. Same great product, new great look. Uh, you can use the description box to get access to your coupon code or hit that QR code on the screen right here. You know what I'm saying? Hit that right there. I'm doped up on it. Yeah, I took a, some. Um, I've been on my master focus since I got back from Miami. Shit got me buzzing. It was so crazy yesterday. I uh, organized the tea cabinet. I, why, why, why did I do that? Because master focus, it just makes you like lock in and just do productive stuff. It just makes you want to be productive. So I organized the tea stuff because we have like you know this type of tea and that type of tea, and then this box is half full and that box is half full. So I just combine them all into one box, rip the lid off, turn that into like a tea box. Then I clean the bottom out real good with some awesome, and now we have a nice organized tea cabinet with the honey on one side and the tea box right there. So. This is stuff that happens when you're on master focus. You just 
find ways to be more productive and organize your life. Also, coming soon, you'll be able to bet on me. You'll be able to bet on me. We're going to move our community to the cryptocurrency world. We're going to be moving into Web3. If you want to bet on me and get an ROI, that means sometimes you guys are joining my communities over on Locals or YouTube, but you don't get much of a return outside of the content I post. Well, Syscoin is releasing a new piece of software that's going to allow you to stake on me. If you want first access to that, because I think it's capped at 200, you want first access to that, access our Telegram group. The link is in the description box below. This is your chance to get your money back by betting on Hotep Jesus and the Hoteps. All right. Shout out to Syscoin. Shout out to Crypto World. Everybody's going crazy. Crypto is pumping. Everything's going up. Obviously, Syscoin's going up. If you ain't got your bags, mm, well, Hotep's been told you. Uh, shout out to the people who I sent Syscoin to. I want it back. I want my Syscoin back. It's pumping. <laughs> it's pumping. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I don't know if this is bull market season or what's going on. Bitcoin just hit 33K, so here we go. All right. With, with all that being said, let's hop right into the story of the day. The real president of the United States, Barack Obama. Get ready to clip this. This is the beginning of the clip. I need you to clip this for me. Here we go. Put this on the screen. So some people have speculated that Barack Obama is the true president of the United States. And it damn sure ain't Biden. We know Biden's not calling no shots. Somebody's handling him. So uh, Obama issued a statement um, on his Medium account. Let's take a look. It says here it's titled Thoughts on Israel and Gaza says here it's been 17 days since Hamas launched its horrific attack on Israel, killing over 1,400 Israeli citizens, including defenseless women, children, and the elderly. In the aftermath of such unspeakable brutality, the U.S. government and American people have shared in the grief of families, prayed for the return of loved ones, and rightly declared solidarity with the Israeli people. And I'm no, not exempt from that, you know, right from day one, I put the Israel flag in my bio or my name and said I stood with those people who uh, were victims of a horrendous attack. OK, as I stated in an earlier post, Israel has a right to defend its citizens against such wanton uh, violence. And I fully support Biden's call for the United States to support our longtime ally in going ally in going after Hamas. OK. So he says he fully supports President Biden's call. Maybe Obama made that call. I don't know. But that's what people are speculating. Who knows who's running the show? Um, but again, longtime ally, greatest ally, Israel. Everybody knows that's a common talking point, one that should be repeated as often as possible, because I don't know who else is a closer ally than Israel. Uh, dismantling its military capabilities and facilitating the safe return of hundreds of hostages to their families. Now, we may get to the hostage video I have in the Griff bag. We may not, but let's continue. But even as we support Israel, we should also be clear that how Israel prosecutes this fight against Hamas matters. In particular, it matters as President Biden has repeatedly emphasized that Israel's military strategy abides by international law, including those laws that seek to avoid, to every extent possible, the death or suffering of civilian populations. Now, 
when I first told people that, you know, BLM, I mean, uh, Palestine is the new BLM. Many people lost their shit. They couldn't follow along. It's a, it's a Hotep Jesus been told you moment. Even Uncle Hotep is still having trouble wrapping his mind around this, but it's neither here nor there, right? What many people speculated was that because the U.S. is slanted so much towards Israel, because people speculate that Jews run the world and people say that Jews run media and all of that stuff. They said there's no way the media would take Palestine's side. And what people don't understand is that the powers that be have no problem throwing their own people under the bus to attain global control, whether that be Jews or another group of people. I don't even think they're Jews. I, I got to be honest with you. The people that control this stuff are not Jews. They Some of y'all call them Jews, but they're not Jews. Jews are good people. Um, so, you know, they said that, you know, there's no way that, you know, people would uh, condemn Israel for these attacks. Well, let's see what the former president of the United States or maybe still president of the United States has to say about that. Upholding these values is important for its own sake because it is morally just and reflects our belief in the inherent value of every human life. Now, really quick, something just popped in my mind to show you an example of they don't mind throwing their people under the bus. Let's take a look at Israel, for example. Israel has a 90 percent uh, vaccination rate, and we know the ramifications from taking the um, the COVID-19 vaccine. Right. Uh, if you go take a look at um, how Jews were uh, backstabbed um, by the upper council of their people during the Holocaust, um, uh, backstabbed uh, in um, the pale settlements of Russia, right? Um, and, 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 and that's a whole nother study because that, that predates by a couple of centuries. Um, I mean, we're talking about um, uh, 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 Czar Nick, um, uh, Catherine, uh, uh, I forget what her title is, Zarina, Zarina Catherine. All these people had a huge uh, issue with Jewish people and the settlement of Jewish people. But again, Jewish people being backstabbed by their own upper council. So, you know, to say that Jewish people will not be thrown under the bus by their own upper council is already been documented by historians, okay? I'm just retelling you history, that's all. If you want those details, uh, join my locals, hotepjesus.locals.com, and I will give you the sources for that information you can see for yourself. Continuing on, upholding these values is also vital for building alliances and shaping international opinion, all of which are critical for Israel's long-term security. This is an enormously difficult task. War is always tragic, and even the most carefully planned military operations often put citizens at risk. As President Biden noted during his recent visit to Israel, America it's itself has at times fallen short of our higher values when engaged in war. And in the aftermath of 9-11, the U.S. government was not interested in heeding the advice of even our allies when it came to the steps we took to protect ourselves against Al-Qaeda. Now, we already covered that United States uh, partly helped create Al-Qaeda as per the words from Hillary Clinton out of her own mouth. Let's continue. Now, 
after the systematic massacre of Israeli citizens, a massacre that evokes some of the darkest memories of persecution against the Jewish people, it's understandable that many Israelis have demanded that their government do whatever it takes to root out Hamas and make sure such attacks never happen again. Moreover, Hamas's military operations are deeply embedded within Gaza and its leadership seems to intentionally hide among civilians, thereby endangering the very people they claim to represent. Uh, Daniel G says, as an American Jew with family in Israel, Hotep's point is spot on. We are not represented by our elites. This should be obvious. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Boom. Thank you for corroborating that. Let's continue. Still, the world is watching closely as the events in the region unfold in any Israeli military strategy that ignores the human cost could ultimately backfire. Already, thousands of Palestinians have been killed in the bombing of Gaza, many of them children. This is how we start getting into Palestine as the new BLM. Okay. Hundreds of thousands have been forced from their homes. The Israeli government's decision to cut off food, water, and electricity. Remember when people were denying this stuff? To a captive civilian population threatens not only to worsen a growing humanitarian crisis, it could further harden Palestinian attitudes for generations, erode global support for Israel, play into the hands of Israel's enemies, and undermine long-term efforts to achieve peace and stability in the region. Let's get it popping. Let's get it popping. Let's break it down. Okay. Y'all said, y'all said that the Jews run the world and nobody would ever utter these words. Yet you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. It's right here. He admits that Israel is committing a humanitarian crisis and he calls it a growing humanitarian crisis. He also does not um, deny the, what do they call it? An open air prison. So he calls it here a captive civilian population. A captive civilian population. So he's admitting to the open air prison. Okay. You guys said this wouldn't happen. Hotep Jesus told you it would happen. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Keep your motherfucking Hotep third eye open, please. Please. If you're not familiar, I told you before, go get my book, The Patriot Report, Unmasking the Conspiracy of Money and War. The bankers play both sides. The bankers play both sides. They play the left, then they play the right. They play the left, then they play the right. It's called a balance of power. Shout out to Carol Quigley. Carol Quigley, when he first issued his book, Tragedy and Hope, they suppressed it. Nowadays, you can go get an uncensored copy. There was once censored. Now you can go get an uncensored copy. Okay. I suggest you read it. At least read the first five chapters. At the very least, you'll get enough wind to understand which way they're farting. <laughs> I just made that up. That was a terrible analogy, <laughs> but it worked. <laughs> so he mentions cutting off of food and water, electricity, basically, you know, basic human needs, right? Maslow's hierarchy of needs. He says they're a captive population and he says it's a growing humanitarian crisis. He admits all of this. 
admits all of this. Then he goes on and says this could erode global support for Israel. Now you got to ask yourself, if Israel is so powerful and so in control, why would they create their own demise publicly and, and in the PR apparatus? Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Well, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you right now. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's pull it up. And this is where Uncle Hotep falls short. Last night, he didn't want to admit that a lot of this stuff is manufactured because he's scared to say Hotep Jesus is right. However, Uncle Hotep's own word says he knows this stuff is manufactured. And I'm going to show you exactly what's happening here. And we're going to we're going to we're going to teeter a little bit on, you know, uh, getting banned from Fox News here. But fuck it. The Griff Report comes first. Here it goes right here. This is what Uncle Hotep says. Uncle Hotep said a lot of this stuff is manufactured to create censorship. And we know Governor Ron DeSantis signed legislation in Israel further combating anti-Semitism. This is our free speech 9-11. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Boom. You heard it here first. This is our free speech 9-11. So they're going to use, they're going to turn Israel into some sort of villain in everybody's eyes to create more anti-Semitism so that Congress then has to legislate against the First Amendment with more anti-Semitic legislation. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. You see that? That's the play being had here. Okay? This is why you come to the Griff Report. You get that real hard-hitting analysis. This is why you come here. You know? You know? But that's what this is about. That's what this is about. So they said they wouldn't paint Israel in a negative light. And I'm like, y'all don't get what's really happening here. Y'all don't get the full play. You got to think years ahead. This is why you got to study your history so you can understand the future. This is what I do at night. Huh? This is what I do at night. Okay. I study my history. It's all I study. Let's continue. He said, it's therefore important that those of us supporting Israel in its time of need encourage a strategy that can incapacitate Hamas while minimizing further civilian casualties. Okay. Israel's recent shift to allow relief trucks into Gaza. And this is where he's going to play both sides. Like somebody in the chat said, he's going to, now he's got to lighten up on Israel. He can't go too hard on Israel. He's got to lighten up. Right. So here he's going to say, uh, prompted in part by the Biden administration. So he's saying Biden is the one that made him do it, right? He's trying to give, give, make Biden look good, right? Um, behind the scenes diplomacy is an encouraging step, but we need to continue to lead the international community in accelerating critical aid and supplies and increasingly desperate Gaza population. So he's calling the Gaza population desperate. He's calling for more resources. That means we're going to have to take care of the situation. Okay. Uh, via uh, inflation. Fed's going to print more money. Got to send more aid. We'll be paying for that. Soon gas will be $10 a gallon. We'll be saying, remember when gas was $5 a gallon? Oh, the good old days. And while the prospects of a future peace may seem more distant than ever, because it is, 
We should call on all of the key actors in the region to engage with those Palestinian leaders and organizations that recognize Israel's right to exist to begin articulating a viable path for Palestinians to achieve their legitimate aspirations for self-determination, because that is the best and perhaps only way to achieve the lasting peace and security most Israeli and Palestinian families learn, yearn for. Now, let's stop right there. Let's go to my Twitter account, because we had one of your, you know, multi-million follower accounts, one of these grifty accounts. I'm going to show you what he tweeted and I'm going to show you what I, how I responded. Let's go here. Let's pull this up on the screen. That master focus is working. I got to tell you, um, let me make it, let me make it pretty. All right, there you go. Let's lock that in. Here we got a guy named by Jackson Hinkle. I can't trust nobody with the last name Hinkle. I'm sorry. That just sounds too, too weird. Anyway, he says, fact, the U S will not win a war against Palestine, Lebanon, Syria, Iran, Turkey, and Russia. This is one of your peoples. Look at him right here. Let's look at his account. 1.5 million followers. I don't even know why y'all follow these people. Um, actually, I know why. Anyway, let's continue. And I responded, the wars are, the, the wars were never intended to be won. They were meant to be sustained to keep the banker game going. In order to understand that, I even provided evidence, recent evidence. Now, you know, we cover econ on this channel, right? We cover econ on this channel. But I like to stay recent, too. Now, real quick, before we get into this. Let me explain the bank of war game as quickly as possible. See how we can do this. OK, so uh, if. America pays its debts back to the Federal Reserve. The game's over. Game's over. Game's over. So uh, that means all USD would be out of circulation. OK. And this happened before with uh, President Lincoln and his greenbacks. All debts were repaid and the greenbacks were out of circulation because they're debt notes. OK. That's what they are. They represent debt. Now, in order to keep the game going, in order to keep the printing game going, the minting of new notes going. They like to use war. So war equals debt. All right. Now let's go to recent. Here it is. War with Hamas hits Israel's economy. Central Bank says. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Okay. Says the debt and deficit are expected to jump as the country raises military spending and increases support for businesses and civilians. Um, I, I want to just skim this to see. Okay. Two credit rating agencies warned last week that Israel's debt could be downgraded depending on the severity and length of the conflict. But the central bank said Monday that Israel's banking system remains, uh, stable and robust. So the central bank saying, Oh no, everything's okay. Okay. The central bank has been facing a quandary, reduce interest rates to help bolster wartime economy and keep them elevated to support the shekel. On Monday, the bank chose the latter. It kept interest rates unchanged, adding that its policy was focused on stabilizing the markets and reducing uncertainty. Okay. So I just wanted to look and see how they were responding to this. It says Israel's debt as a percentage of the economy is, is expected to rise sharply, reflecting an increase in spending on defense. That includes what the bank said would be financial support to conduct the war in accordance with the goals defined for it. Okay. With the economy hit, look at this. With the economy hit and people called to, to the fight, 
Tax revenues were expected to decline, the central bank added. Consumer spending was already lower, and uh, as was activity in the construction, agriculture, and tourism industries, the bank says. Okay. Um, so this is part of the downturn of world economy following uh, the pandemic. And the bank says this is business as usual, right? This is business as usual when really it has much to do with the fact that uh, the bank had created a lot of these crises with their um, interest rate manipulation. Okay. Um, so let's go back. When was this published? I'm going to show you right here. October 23rd published yesterday. It's published yesterday. Right. So all of this designed to keep, the game going, the monopoly game, the printing of money going. Let's go back to Obama's statements here. He says, finally, in dealing with what is an extraordinary complex situation uh, where so many people are in pain and passions are understandably running high, all of us need to do our best to put our best values rather than our worst fears on display. I agree with that statement. That's true. That's what we need to do. He's right. We need to put our best values and our worst fears away. Okay. Best values forward, worst fears backward. That means, here it is, actively opposing anti-Semitism. There it is. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. There it is. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. Let's jig the algorithm. Hit the like button. Uh, shout out to the people that super chat. I appreciate you. Bless me with the super chats. Appreciate the love. Keep the show going. But it says right there, it says right there in Obama's statements, right? Actively oppose anti-Semitism. So again, balance of power. They're going to play both sides in all its forms everywhere. It means rejecting efforts to minimize the terrible tragedy that the Israeli people have just endured, as well as the morally bankrupt suggestion that any cause can somehow justify the deliberate slaughter of innocent people. All right. Right, I'm, 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 uh, actually, I'll read the rest of this for the people um, who, who never read this, right? It means rejecting anti-Muslim, anti-Arab, or anti-Palestinian sentiment. It means refusing to lump all Palestinians with Hamas or other terrorist groups. It means guarding against dehumanizing language towards the people of Gaza or downplaying Palestinian suffering, whether in Gaza or the West Bank, as irrelevant or illegitimate. It means recognizing that Israel has every right to exist, that the Jewish people have claimed to a secure homeland where they have ancient historical roots and that there have been instances in which previous Israeli governments had made meaningful efforts to resolve the dispute and provide a path for a two state solution efforts that were ultimately rebuffed by the other side. Now, you guys remember I had Rafi on the channel and he definitely did not seem like he, he and he called himself a Zionist. If you haven't listened to that interview, go listen to that interview. It was last week, uh, but he did not seem like he was up for a two-state solution. Looks like he was up for a one-state solution. Okay, it means acknowledging that Palestinians have also lived in disputed territories for generations. That many of them were not only displaced when Israel was formed, but continue to be forcibly displaced by a settler movement that too often has received tacit or explicit support from the Israeli government. 
Y'all better listen to my black president. <laughs> I'm such a troll. That Palestinian leaders who've been willing to make concessions for a two-state solution have too often had too little to show for their efforts. And that it is possible for people of goodwill to champion Palestinian rights and oppose certain Israeli government policies in the West Bank and Gaza without being anti-Semitic. Perhaps most of all, it means we should choose not to always assume the worst in those with whom we disagree. In an age of constant rancor, trolling and misinformation on social media at a time when so many politicians and attention seekers see an advantage in shedding heat rather than light, because that's what people are doing. They're, they're throwing a lot of wood on the fire. It may be unrealistic to expect respectful dialogue on any issue, much less on an issue with such high stakes. And after so much blood has been spilled uh, and, and, and after so much blood has been spilled. But if we care about keeping open the possibility of peace, security and dignity for future generations of Israeli and Palestinian children, as well for our own children, then it falls upon us to at least make the effort to model in our own words and actions the kind of world we want them to inherit. OK, and he has some links here. Great, great, great. Now we bought now. Now, if you thought that was spicy, you thought that was juicy. Wait till you get to this next clip I'm about to play. Uh, we're moving right into our segment of uh, Palestine is the new BLM. <laughs> Watch this shit. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Remember, Hotep Jesus been told you. Hotep Jesus, Hotep Jesus, Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Oh, this is a real Hotep brother. Let it play. This is Jean Pierre, our um, uh, Secretary of Speech, <laughs> aka the press secretary. His level of concern right now about the potential rise of anti-Semitism in light of everything that's going on in Israel. So a couple of things. Um, look. Um, uh, we have not seen uh, any credible uh, threats. I know there's been always questions about uh, credible threats. Uh, and so I uh, just want to make sure that that's out there. But look, uh, Muslim and those perceived uh, to be Muslim have endured a disproportionate uh, number of hate-fueled attacks. And certainly President Biden understands that many of our Muslim Arab Arab Americans and Palestinian American loved ones and neighbors are worried about the hate being directed at their communities. And that is something you heard the president speak to in his uh, in his address uh, just last last Thursday. And so uh, one of the things that the president has done is directed his team, uh, uh, Homeland Security team, to prioritize prevention uh, and disruption of any emerging threats that could harm the Jewish, the Muslim, uh, Arab Americans or, or any other communities. And that is something that the president has sought to do and and since day one, as you know, the president ran on on um, on you know bringing commu protecting communities, obviously, but bringing people together, the soul uh, uh, protecting the soul of the nation, uh, and so um, that is something that the president takes very very seriously, uh, and. Um, we're going to continue to denounce any sort of hate uh, towards any American here. Uh, and so that's what we're going to continue to be steadfast on. Again, he has he has uh, uh, advised, directed his Homeland Security uh, team to make sure that they're on top of this. Let's see what the RNC research caption says. What is Biden's level of concern right now about the potential rise of anti-Semitism? Karine Jean-Pierre, Muslims and those perceived to be Muslim have endured a disproportionate number of hate-fueled attacks okay now hold on there should be a um 
Where's the community notes? How do you access the community notes? How do you access the community notes? The community notes corrector and say like 50% of um, the attacks are towards Jewish. So here's one. Jews faced most hate crimes of any religious group, right? Now, this was in a community notes. I don't know why it's showing up on desktop. Elon's got to get his, he's got to get his life together. This app is just not functioning the way it should. Um, but again, Palestine is the new BLM. And she completely just moves away from the anti-Semitic talk straight to, oh, well, Muslims, Palestinians. We have not. Again. Again, Palestine is the new BLM. You thought, you thought they wouldn't shift? You thought they wouldn't shift? Because you don't understand the lizard people. They are slithering. They shapeshift. They will choose a new path at will. And much of this is to confuse, is to create confusion. Okay. Shout out to Tom Emmer. I believe he was um nominated for speaker of the house might not be a bad idea let's go back so let's go to our next piece of evidence of palestine is the new blm so here we have another video palestine's new blm i quoted i quoted it again i'm going to continue to do it till people get it 134 retweets, 630 likes. People are starting to come around. When I first retweeted this, when I first tweeted this on October the 15th, people were like, I don't know about this Hotep Jesus. What does it say right here? The anti-Israel protest. I wouldn't call it anti-Israel, but whatever. The anti-Israel protest is mostly comprised of far, white far left extremists in mass. You see that there? And then they zoom in on him. You see last night. Uncle Hotep claimed these were Muslim people. And I said, no, no, no. Muslim people go work. They put work in, okay? They ain't got time to be demonstrating the streets. That's not what they do, okay? Muslim people, when they want something done, they put in action, okay? This demonstrating stuff is for lefties. Um, somebody says here, not unlike the BLM protests and just about every po protest out there, there is a strong sense of anon uh, anonymity among white youths in this country, and they seem to grasp any cause to find meaning in their lives. Okay. This guy puts BLM 2.0. Says they called Antifa. Okay. Um, looks like the BLM crowd from the summer of love. These are the comments coming in. You see it right there. So they claim these are Muslim people. They claim these are Palestinians, but Palestinians got to open up the chop, the, uh, chopped cheese shop in the morning. They got to open up, uh, you know, their bodega in the morning. They're mechanic service. These are business owners. They got work to do in the morning. They don't got time to be out here demonstrating. These are privileged white liberals. 
children, many of them. You see them all masked up? See them all masked up? Let's go to the next piece of evidence. Let's go to the next piece of evidence. Matt Walsh finally comes around and Goldstein called him out. Goldstein said, yo, you could have got this take from Hotep Jesus a week ago. Here's Matt Walsh finally coming around. Well, let's play. Let's let's show you uh, Goldstein. Here's Goldstein. He says this take by Matthew is one of many you can get at least a week in advance on the Griff Report with your host, Hotep Jesus, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. on YouTube and Rumble. On Rumble, it's Hotep TV. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Okay. Okay. What does Matt Wall say here? The pro-Palestine marches are just BLM reincarnate. Literally the exact same people with the exact same objectives. Anti-West and anti-white. Welcome, Matt Walsh. You're a week late, but welcome. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Next piece of evidence. Yes, I came prepared. <laughs> Another one. Palestine is the new BLM. Not sure how many times I have to say this, but I'll keep reminding y'all. Simon Atiba. What does he say here? This was a pro-Palestine rally in New York. As you can see, it was only during the BLM protest three years ago that we had such a large crowd. That's what tipped me off in the beginning, because after they had uh, the attack on Israel, the following week, the protest came out. And I looked at the protest and I said, my, my pattern recognition, see, I play chess. I play chess, right? Unk, Unk don't play chess. So his pattern recognition is going to be a little bit off. I play chess. So my pattern recognition is super fucking high. So my pattern recognition looked and said, oh shit, this is Black Lives Matter. It's called pattern recognition. You don't got to be smart or anything. You just need pattern recognition, right? This is something that's on the IQ test. My pattern recognition kicked in and I go, oh, this is BLM. People were this is why, they, you know, so a lot of everybody plays chess. You know what I'm saying? I'm a 1600 rated chess player, which is pretty damn high. Working on 1800 as the next goal. Been studying like crazy. But here they are finally getting catching on. I've been trying to understand what's going on. What changes are taking place? What messages are being sent? The government was saying we stand with Israel. The media outlets were saying we stand with Israel. The New York City mayor also said we stand, stand with Israel. Online influencers were saying we stand with Israel. But across the country and the world, pro-Palestinian rallies were growing in numbers and attendance in the streets. That's that Soros money working, baby. Many people were dismissing them as terrorists and terrorist sympathizers, but very few people really tried to understand the social movement or change that was taking place. My question has been the same. How is it that people on the street are going against the recommendations and advice of politicians in Washington, London, Paris, and everywhere else across the world? Why are they not simply listening to the mainstream media? Because <laughs> y'all don't know how this shit works. Don't, this shit is much more complicated than just people following behind mainstream media. The only people that watch mainstream media are boomers. They're BOMAs. The kids are getting their marching orders from email lists, from organizations. That's who they get their marching orders from. Okay? Organizations like Sean King. It seems to me that this is not just about Palestine and Israel. This is something much bigger, much deeper and widespread, which we do not yet understand. Oh, I understand it. Despite some simple explanations thrown out here, 
and there by people who have not even been at any of those rallies and rely only on some online clips. Somebody in the comments says there is a lot of shadowy money that pays for full-time activism. This Palestine cause is just the same BLM rebranded and paid for by the same sources. They get it. Oh, this is a real hotel, brother. They get it. Enough, enough, enough. Everyone has a burden in this world, and America has shouldered enough. They get it. This is BLM rebranded. BLM equals PLM. Palestine Lives Matter. And it says here, paid for by the same sources. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Hotep Jesus told y'all. Jay Mod says, sound like Unk been watching mainstream media. Yeah, he must. Unk been falling off. His take's been falling off recently. I got to tell you, he just, he just been falling off. And he's holding on for dear life to this concept that Palestine is not the new BLM. He's holding on for dear life. You got to be like 50 plus to, to not understand what's going on here. Here he is right here. Y'all making this Palestine equals BLM comparison just out here. Cap. Is LeBron James going to wear a free Palestine shirt at warmups? Y'all not serious. I told him you holding on for dear life. He holding on for dear life to not say that Palestine is a new BLM. And this guy right here said, just be patient. We only like, I, I want to say, yo, listen, if, if LeBron James comes out here and puts on the Palestine shirt or the flag on his bio or something like that, Oh, man, Uncle Hotep going to have to delete these tweets. <laughs> he going to have to delete these tweets. <laughs> he going to have to give it up. <laughs> he going to have to give it up. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, uh, all eyes on LeBron James now. We're waiting for him to put on the Palestine shirt. I mean, the the the, the celebrities are confused. I, Khaled not saying nothing, Drake not saying nothing, Bron ain't saying nothing. The celebrities don't know which way to go, okay? 50 Cent made Fox News recently. Um, let's go to that clip. Let's go to that clip. 50 Cent knows how to play the game. He knows how to play the game. Let's 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 pull this clip up. Shout out to 50. Let's pull this clip up. And Joey, I'm going to get your reaction to it. And, and who knew that the rapper 50 Cent was going to weigh into this situation, but he on Instagram was taking a shot at President Biden for the beach photo of him laid out on the beach. You can see there in it, he's calling out saying, hey, Joe, get the F up. We in trouble, man. Somebody in the chat said, who owns the NBA, though? See, you still don't get it. You still don't get it. I explained that. You got to rewind this video. I'm not going to explain myself again. You got to rewind the video. You still don't get it. You think ownership equates to alignment with an, with uh, uh, a speech, but it's about agendas. They will stab their own people in the back. That's what you guys don't get. You guys don't get it. You'll get it later, though. You'll get it later. You'll get it later. <laughs> I'm laughing because y'all just, y'all just, y'all don't study history. So you just wouldn't get it. I feel bad for you sometimes. Sometimes. 
Sometimes I just, you know, it's just like whatever. Um, so yeah. Um Palestine's a new BLM. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. They play both sides. They play both sides. What don't y'all get about that? Anyway. Anyway. What else do I got in the griff bag? Let's go to let's go to some of the I got some funny stuff in the griff bag here. So I was playing Spider-Man the other day, and I haven't played it since. I, I just can't pull myself to turn the game on. So I, 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 I'm, it's a side mission, and I love doing side missions because I don't want to just beat the game, and then I'm like, oh, I just beat the game in a day, and it's over with, right? So I'm doing a bunch of side missions, and I do this one side mission, and the guy's like, you know, sometimes when a side mission, there's a lot of, like, you know, speech and stuff that that, you know, it's just too much storyline for me, this game. So I do the side mission and I'm half paying attention, half tweeting. And I hear the dude's voice and he says, boyfriend. I'm like, wait, did that motherfucker just say boy? And I look at the screen. I'm like, oh, that's a man. I'm like, oh, he's gay. Oh, they got gay people in the game. So I was going to quit the mission, but I said, no. I got to see what the agenda is. I got, I got, Cause maybe I heard him wrong. You know what I'm saying? Sure enough. His boyfriend shows up in the mission. Then Spider-Man got to help him do his homecoming proposal. After I finished the mission, I turned it off. I haven't played the game since I have not played the game since. Okay. Now this person here says, um, Manga Lawyer says, it's confirmed Spider-Man 2 Middle East version has removed the LGBTQ dialogues and side missions and all gender spectrum flags. And you will see these things throughout the game. And I've heard communists, very much communists speak. And I feel bad for the team, right? Because there's different teams that put these games together, right? So you got the guys that are putting together, you know, just really good gameplay. Then you got the writers. Now, the writers are all fucking leftists. So they're writing in just all types of communist propaganda. Right. I heard them say something in the dialogue about owning the means of production. And I'm like, damn, they just put the communist talk right in here. Pure Marxism. OK, whatever. So I just feel bad because I know the people making good gameplay are probably based. And then the people that do the script writing are just some fucking raging leftists. And um, he says here, are you going to insult me too and accept the corporation, see your identity as pure money to the gay people who defend me just for showing the truth? Thanks. So you hear you see the Middle East version of the game. They ain't got that gay stuff. So to all the idiot leftists out there who've turned Palestine into the new BLM, they didn't, they, the, 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 the Marvel had to take the gay stuff out the game just to bring it to the Middle East. Cause that shit was not going to fly with the Middle East. Why does America allow this shit? The Middle East don't allow this shit. Why does America allow this shit? But they could not export the game to the Middle East without first taking out the gay stuff. Yet you got all these raging leftists who are supposed to be for gay rights. You even got gays for Palestine I've seen out here. Meanwhile, they done removed Joe ass from the game. I need a Middle East version of the game. I don't want to play the, the American version of the game. Please and no thank you. This is the new Spider-Man game, Spider-Man Part 2. Spider-Man 2. Okay. Okay. 
Um, we're going to open up phone lines at 3 p.m. sharp. If you want to get on the phone lines, text hold up in your name to 202-596-5631, 202-596-5631. Check this out. I got a little bubble buster here for you. Um, now, I'm not one for uh, interpretations, but apparently we got this woman here who's a released hostage, and she says about being entertainment. Each person had a guard watching him or her. They took care of all their needs. They talked about all kinds of things. They were very friendly. Reminder, it was claimed that Israel did not want to receive them. This is unconfirmed by Israel. Now, Israel is definitely going to want to suppress this type of information. Okay. Definitely want to suppress this type of information. You're not going to see this get floated around in your right wing media. You might get floated around in your far right right wing media, which brings me to um, the meme I created this morning. I haven't created a meme in like ever, really. Um, so I created the meme. Hold on. I'm going to show it to you right here. Horseshoe theory. Far left, far right. I should I should change this to hate and Zionists to be more accurate. But the point is still stands. So you got the far right. And the far left actually agree. The far right is saying, yo, we stand with Palestine. The far left is saying we stand with Palestine. This is horseshoe theory. Where you go so far left or so far right, you end up on the other side. You end up agreeing. Horseshoe theory strikes again. So your, your right wing pundits or your conservative or your Republican pundits, they're not going to, they're not going to show this. Some of them may, but majority of them won't do this because they have to make Hamas and seem like they're just savages, right? And they're just really bad people and all this stuff. And I'm not saying that they're not, I'm just telling you what the right's job is, right? To support Israel and support the war and condemn Hamas and glass the place, right? But here she says they were very friendly. They took care of all of their needs. It's the last thing. This is the last thing you want people to see coming from the right or coming from the left. Again, horseshoe theory. <laughs> Again, coming right back. Now, imagine, imagine if the far left knew that they went so far left that they agreed with the far right. Imagine if the far left knew that. Imagine that. The far right knows. But imagine if the far left, imagine them at the same protest. <laughs> Just a bunch of anti-Semites hanging out. <laughs> um, John Chalkley says, Hotep, Google Albert Einstein's 1948 letter to New York Times regarding Israel. No, no. How about you look at what Bobby Fischer said about Israel? Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. That's what you need to look up. He make Albert Einstein look like a sympathist. He said 5K or dinner with HJ. <laughs> 500K. I'm going to put that as a poll. <laughs> 500K or dinner with Hotel Jesus. <laughs> I know what I'm picking. Y'all better pick the motherfucking 500K. 
Y'all better pick the motherfucking 500K, but that's hilarious. <laughs> Horseshoe theory strikes again. All right, let's get into our Syscoin tech update of the day. Big brain shit, the shit nobody pays attention to, the shit that doesn't make people click. Let's talk about it. Here we go. China's making moves. China's making moves. Hong Kong Monetary Authority forms expert group for CBD research. Hong Kong moving in on the CBDC, right? They got hired some experts. Let's move on to the next thing. I'm not even going to get into those details. You can go to my Twitter account and you can see my uh, daily updates on uh, CBDCs. Just type in Hotep Jesus CBDC and you'll see all my updates there. Um, Standard Charter Bank Hong Kong completes offline CBDC payment trial. So Hong Kong is doing some testing. And what does it say right here? What's their goal? To evaluate inclusiveness. Remember we talked about inclusivity, diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI. This is what they're going to use to sell people on a CBDC. Remember I said it because they're going to be marching in the streets talking about if you don't want the CBDC, you racist, you're a white supremacist, you're an imperialist, you're a capitalist. Remember I said it. Security, reliability, especially with areas of uh, unstable Internet. So this is the offline CBDC payment trial. We were talking about this yesterday um, with uh, Wendy Yo on our podcast, the black and white podcast, which right now is exclusively on Twitter spaces. And um, we were just talking about offline CBDCs. You guys can go listen to that conversation for more. They said payments were made using prepaid smart cards and smartphone NFC. All right, let's go to the next story because this is the, the interesting one here, at least to me. So it says here, Singapore's Thun secured a cross-border digital yuan deal with China's CCB. Now, we just we know that the other day we reported that um, China completed a uh, wholesale CBDC cross-border transaction uh, for an oil transaction. Uh, purportedly, it could have been with the UAE. Who knows? Um, but they did complete a cross-border CBDC wholesale transaction. Right. So now. China is doing another deal. It says here, CCB is one of China's big four state-owned commercial banks. Thunes, based in Singapore, provides B2B payments for companies like Uber and Deliveroo. The collaboration will delve into digital yuan cross-border settlement, payment, uh, settlement and payment solutions. The agreement facilitates digital yuan settlements in export-based cross-border e-commerce and adds various remittance scenarios. So while the West is trying to figure out how to even launch a CBDC, China's doing transaction in the CBDC. They're already completing transactions. The West is trying to figure it out. China's already figured it out. They're already doing it. So China's in the year 2030. Or in CBDC language, the year 2025, because that's when the West will have theirs ready, purportedly. 2025, the West will have it. So China's in the year 2025. We're in the year 2023. All right. All right. 
um, I'm going to pay my offering and tithes to Hotep Nation. You can also contribute to our nonprofit, hotepnation.com. We support the homeschooling community. You can also contribute at hotepnation.com. I appreciate that. Jason said, I'm sorry, HJ, but I need that bread. It would change my life. Listen, y'all better take that 500K. He said, with 500K, we can still go to dinner. My treat. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Oh, man. What a show today. All right, let's go to phone lines. 202-596-5631. Text HOTEP in your name to 202-596-5631. And I will take your calls after the short, brief commercial break. <laughs> 